angel came to see Mary. She was doing laundry, and then the angel just appeared and she was really scared. So Gabriel was like, Mary, you're gonna have, what? I can't, I can't say it good. Mary, you're gonna have a baby. I, you're gonna have a baby and you will call him Jesus. And then Mary was like, I'm not gonna have a baby yet. I'm only a teenager and I'm not married. Then the angel Gabriel told Joseph that Mary is not lying. She, you are having a new baby. And so they met up. They went to Bethlehem, which was Joseph's old town. They ride a donkey. <laughs> I don't know. A camel. Oh yeah, a camel. She said, this donkey's fast. They tried to go to a hotel and they asked the keeper um, for a place to stay. The keeper said, we have no rooms. Literally, no rooms. <laughs> so Mary, and Joseph walked away sadly, but then he said, the only place in here in Bethlehem that, that you can stay, stay is a staple. And then he just pointed the way and they followed. When the shepherds were taking care of the sheep, then they saw angels. The angel said, a new baby is getting born who is king of the Jews. The angel were singing. And then the shepherd said, I think we should go there and meet him. The second, I think, said, yeah, I agree with you. And the other said, yeah, me too. They had to walk through a bunch of grass and bushes, maybe have to camp out a night. And then the wise men heard about it. And then a star appeared. Well, we should probably follow that star. It's pointing down to the barn. So maybe we should follow it. Maybe. So the wise men went to Jesus. They gave them gifts. A stuffed animal, like a hippo one, that I have at home. Some diapers, and some wipes, and some milk, some <laughs> shoes, some Jordans. Gold, Frank, and Latimer. And I don't know how I would survive in that barn. Too stinky, too crowded, and ugh. I think he probably pooped because the room was very smelly. Thank you for coming. He's adorable. He's gonna be our best friend. I love you, and you're the best baby I ever seen. There, I said it. <laughs> the new baby is gonna change the world. All right, you like that, huh? All right, Becky found that and gave it to me, so that's how we're starting tonight. Hey, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, we're glad that you're here. We're going to sing some worship songs. We're glad that you're here to join us. Can you believe it's December 24th already? Wow, it seems like we were just here last year. So what we want you to do is get on up. Some of you have probably already had family get-togethers and food. So get up. We're going to work some of that off in worship, and we're just going to sing to the Lord. Singing o'er the plains and the mountains. In 
echoing their joyous strains. Go! joyous strains prolong what the gladsome tidings be which inspire your heavenly song Go. Whose birth the angels sing Come adore on bended knee Christ the Lord, the newborn King Check it out In excels his day Not as bad as last year, right? 70 degrees last year? You guys are dead. Did you already get your presents? Is that why? All right. It's the post-food coma. Can't wait tomorrow's Christmas already. What? Tomorrow's Christmas already. 
we were just here last, like yesterday, doing the same service. Like it seems like it's, it passes by so quickly. I was thinking about this church started in 2008. You know, and I look around and see all the kids that have grown so fast since we've been a church. Now I'm looking at Natalie. She's how old is she now? Two, 13, 14, 40. 40. How old is she now? Almost 13. 20, 21. I don't know. It's just going by. But the kids are all just growing up, and you know, and it's it's a joy to watch them grow and, and turn into such awesome kids and. You know, growing in, in, in uh, God's grace and, uh, you know, doing awesome things in their lives. And, uh, you know, the more, the older I get, the more this story tonight just touches me. You know, I mean, I've, I've been around half a century, you know, and now this, this story, the greatest story ever told, this, this birth that happened over 2,000 years ago, you know, we're still talking about it. Whether you believe that it was a virgin birth, whether you believe the whole story or not, it's, it happened. It's an historical fact. And, you know, and it, it, if, it, if it wasn't such, such an awesome story, we wouldn't be talking about it. It's almost, no matter what religion you are, no matter where you live, unless you're under a rock somewhere, you know the story. You know, so I believe it. We all believe it, right? Amen. Messiah was born this night. The greatest gift ever. And that's what we're singing about today. We're going to sing the song called Joy to the World because that's what it was. It was a joy to this world, in a dark world, and uh, we're just going to celebrate it today. You guys ready to sing along? Yeah. Try that again. You ready? Race fans, hot rodders, Cecil County worshipers. Let's go, come on. Sunday, Sunday. Oh, Saturday, it, actually. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. <laughs>
it out. God, we thank you once again. Gosh, we are, we are overwhelmed by time and just wondering how we got here already. Uh, I've heard so many people just saying that, and it just seems like it crept on, up on us. But God, we just pray that right now we just stop where we are. Um, all the preparation, all the baking, all the present wrapping, all the other kind of stuff, all the eating. Um, and don't forget all the eating. Um, but all that stuff that we're doing, God, we just stop and we just take time to focus right now. Um, to stop and focus on the real reason for everything. Uh, this past Sunday, we talked about the American atheists who are putting everything out and saying, um, saying that they don't need church. Don't go to church this year. Keep Christ out of Christmas. God, how can we keep you out of your birthday? And so we just pray that on, on this next day that we will just use it to celebrate you and who you are. And we ask this in Christ's mighty name. May this worship just be acceptable to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, before we, uh, before we move on to the Advent, Kendall, I just want you to say hi to everybody around you. All right. Uh, one of the things that we do that's been done from the early traditions of the early church um, is that we, we light the candles leading up to Advent. Advent is, comes from the uh, term Adventus, which means coming, that Christ is coming. Um, yes, we recognize, and as a kid, I used to always get excited because every week when they light a candle, I'd say that's one more week closer to me getting some presents. Um, now, I, I still say the same thing. Um, no, but um, now we kind of look at it and we want to take a, a look and focus on something that it's not only our recognition of Christ coming into the world as a baby, 
but we also recognize that it's Christ coming into the world again to take us all back to be with him in heaven for those who believe in him. And so at this time, um, we're going to light what we call the Christ candle. And so we have a video for you as we do that. Son of God. 
Today's scriptures come from, uh, from all over the place. We're going to start with Isaiah. Isaiah's scripture from chapter 9. And it tells us this. It tells us. It's one that we've become very familiar with over the years of Christmas. For unto us a child is born. To us a son is given. And the government will be rest on his shoulders. And he will be called. Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. His government and peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor David for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the, Lord's heavens, the Lord of heaven's armies will make this happen. At this time, uh, one of the things that we, we recognize is, believe it or not, there was one time during this year that we had snow. Um, and uh, we didn't have church that Sunday. And, this, and tomorrow, uh, many of the people um, that you see up here and many of the people behind the scenes, our Sunday school, and many of you who are sitting out there, serve week after week in the church and have children and family. And so we wanted as a gift to them to give them off tomorrow. Um, and, and so I'm thankful, particularly for these guys who um, are every, Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, for our Sunday school who are Sunday after Sunday, who always make a difference um, in the lives of not only uh, the children, the worship, but also the community. In the midst of that this year, we've done more mission than we ever have as a church. Um, right now, people all around the world, 300 and how many, where's, how many where did we do boxes? 320, 40, something like that, 40. We, 340 children open up boxes um, with Operation Christmas Child from this church. Um, we had 200 and some, right, meals for Thanksgiving that we were able to get out in our very own community. And yet, um, many of us remember when it was warm, we did the Radical series. And we were challenged that unless we do to the least of these, not just occasionally, but we make that a main commitment of our church, in which we have over this last year, even missing two Sundays to make it happen. And you guys have done that. And those who are from our online uh, ministry, we have somebody who worships with us every week from California. There's, in case you don't know, there's a lot of churches from here to California. And so they make things happen, and you make things happen. And so we want to continue that by giving a, a birthday gift to Jesus. If you're visiting, we don't expect you to do any of that. We're not looking for money. What we're looking for is to connect people to Jesus Christ and to make life better for them. 
That's all we want to do. So let God touch your heart as I'm going to go ahead and give this blessing for this offering. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for the gifts of this church. But more importantly, God, I, I thank you that it doesn't just stay here to, uh, to build a kingdom for us. But what it's doing, God, is, is doing kingdom ministry for you. That lives are being touched and changed by the power of your Holy Spirit through the giving of so many others. And so, Heavenly Father, as we continue in this worship time together, I ask that your Holy Spirit be upon both the giver and the tither. That you, God, will use our hands and our feet and our work in order to accomplish your ministry. For this and all things, we say happy birthday to you by giving from our hearts. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Come to 
Melissa, there she is right there. Come on up. She loves us. <laughs> on behalf of the Haven family, we'd like to give you this Christmas offering. There you go. And thank you for everything you do all year for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you all very, very much. All right. ABC movie. That's right. All right, one of, my, one of my favorite times during the year is when I get to spend some time with the, the kids, okay? Uh, last year, uh, how many were here at this service last year? Do you remember we had our makeshift uh, manger, and we had some people from the crowd that wore wings? I'm not saying anything, Jason, um, but um, Jason, you'll be glad to know we're not doing that this year. Okay, he, I, he was afraid you were typecast. But this year, we're going to do some, uh, some other things, and I always love to get the opinion from the kids, because you get something real, don't you? Okay, so I'm going to ask anybody, anybody, any of the kids who want to come up, just come on up here right now. You can sit down right there on the ground. It'll be great one year if I have all the non-kids come up and sit down, have all the kids sit there. We'd never get anybody up, right? All right, how are you guys? Who said amazing? You're amazing? All right. Amazing. That's good. Hi, Ellie. Ellie. Hi. Can you say my name? Say Jack. She won't do it. All right. So you guys look good. You look good, too. I know I look good. You do? You, you look just like your dad. That's why. All right. So I got a question. What's tomorrow? And it is Hanukkah. Somebody said Hanukkah. Very good. Okay. All right. So I got a question. What happens at Christmas? What? Here we go. Here we go. You get presents. You get presents. How many people have ever gotten a present? Okay. Now here's what I want you to do. Tell me your best present ever you got. Raise your hand. Here you go, Jeremy. A Power Rangers toy. Awesome. What is your best present? Oh, a dump truck. A dump truck. Let's go back here. Did you get a dump truck? No. Okay. A ukulele. A ukulele. All right, who else? Deodorant. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? We are all thankful that you got deodorant. Yes. All right. A remote control car. A remote control car. Now, that's good. Here we go. A trampoline. A trampoline. The thing I'm getting now. You're not getting anything. Okay, here we go. Ellie. Ellie, there you go. A bike. A bike. Here you go. An iPad. An iPad. Okay, anybody else? 
have something that you got that was really awesome? Yeah, right here. Besides deodorant? He got a Hess truck. A Hess truck. Okay. There we go. Snowboard. Snowboard. Snowboard and deodorant. You are set. All right. Let's go back here. Here we go. iPod. An iPod. Anybody else have anything? Anybody else get anything good? Okay. Now, you, you, got, you got some more? Here we go. Go ahead, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> the thing I'm getting right now. Okay. Georgia and Rosie. A what? Georgia and Rosie. Georgia and Rosie. All right, that sounds good. I have no clue what that is, but it sounds fun. A new rocket truck, black car, has a spot on back. Wow, that's good. All right, anybody else? I just wanted attention. Uh, In a house of seven, good luck. Okay. A rabbit. A rabbit. Okay. All right, now, now that you guys did that, now I need some more help. Okay, one more. Here we go. This is the last one, the best. My dog. Your dog, okay. All right, now, here we go. I want you to tell me the worst gift you ever got. Oh, here we go, here we go, right here. Here we go. Ready? Deodorant. Deodorant, okay. All right, all right. All right, here we go. Socks. Socks. Clothes. Clothes. Deodorant. Deodorant. Sturdy socks. Socks. Uh, uh, a costume. What? A costume. A costume. Still, I just wanted attention. Okay, there we go. Slime. Slime. Okay, come here. Nothing. Nothing. Okay, yeah. Anybody else? Did you get anything that you don't like? Did you get anything you didn't like? Nothing? You? Nothing? Nothing? Here we go. Socks, what else? Anybody else got anything that you really didn't like? Uh, Again, nothing. Nothing. Anybody else? Right here. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Man, they, I know where to go if I need toiletries. All right. Stinky, smelly socks. You socks? No. Oh, okay. Here we go. No, I have no, I don't even have a clue. Any more? Seems like stinky socks, lots of socks. No, we're not giving you any attention. All right. All right, so, so I got some boxes here, all right? Got some boxes. Now, in here are some presents, some stuff. Now, let me ask you, have you ever seen a show called Let's Make a Deal? Okay, they give you things and you get to pick. Now, I'm asking you, when you look at these, when you look at this, what would you rather pick? Would you, how many would want the big box? Okay. How many would want the little tiny box? How many would like the medium-sized box? Now, you know what? A lot of times we like to get the big box, don't we? Because we think something awesome is in there. So, so, like, a lot of times I'll go ahead and say, oh, big box. And then you'll open it up. And sometimes you may get something awesome like this. How would you guys like to get this tomorrow? Would you like that? That's, that's awesome. And I know ugly sweaters are in, aren't they? Right? So there you go. You could have that. How, what if they, that was your big gift, and they said, I got this for you. Here you go. Everybody excited? 
Okay, why not? But so sometimes we have that. But we also get something else. A lot of times, there, so, you know, a lot of times we look in and there may be this. Anybody ever seen this? Let me see. Anybody ever seen this? Fruitcake. You want some fruitcake? You want a bite? Look at that. Look at that. Doesn't that look incredibly awful? How many, let's ask, let's ask, how many of you guys like fruitcake? Okay, okay, guys, look, how many like fruitcake? There's something wrong with them. Okay, shh, don't tell them, don't tell them, but something's wrong with all those people. Because if a fruitcake company waited for me to get stuff, they'd go out of business. So sometimes when we look into the, when we pick the bigger box, we got to get some things that we don't really want. You know what I mean? We're disappointed a lot of times when we say, we think a lot of times bigger is better. But how would I look in that? How, how would I look in this eating a fruitcake? Yeah, I know. It's awful, isn't it? So, so, let's just, so let's just put this back in here, okay? We'll just put that box back in there. Now, what about, what about the middle, the little box? What about the little box? Do you think I could have a puppy in here? What do you think? Money? What? Jewelry? Yeah, sometimes jewelry comes in little boxes. What? A gift card to McDonald's? Oh, well, that's nice. Okay. A baby bird? I hope they fed him. All right. What else, what else do you think could be in here? A bracelet? Jewelry? A race car? <gasps> Let's check. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Look at this. Keys. And, you know, sometimes that's great. You can open up because keys do what? Open stuff or do, what else do they do? They start cars. So what if I got a box here that started? What if I got a brand new Jeep? <gasps> Wouldn't that be awesome? Would that be better than the sweater and the fruitcake? Yeah. Just a little bit, huh? Wouldn't that be cool if I, you, I, you were wearing that sweater and eating that fruitcake and I rode down the road like, woo, yeah, like my present. Yeah. Right? The keys, I could, it, could be a, it could be a key to a house. I could get a house. I could have all kinds of stuff. So sometimes the, the best gifts, the ones that surprise us the most, come in the smallest packages. Isn't that right? So what do you think about this medium present? What do you think? What do you think happens in a medium present? I don't know. You don't know? All right. Could be. Could be. Oh, look. Kleenexes. We need them, don't we? Anybody have a cold? Yes. Yes. Right? There you go. All right. Right. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got something else. You guys are going to love this present. Ready? Socks. Look at that. Yeah. Wait. Everybody lift up your, lift up your pant leg. You got socks on? Who does not have socks on? You don't? You do? You don't have to say take your shoes off. But I don't smell that. All right? Nobody here. Yeah, I got it. Nobody here. Nobody here likes socks. Right? This was the one you said was the worst. But everybody, most of everybody here is wearing them, right? 
Most of you guys are wearing them. Oh, wait, there's another thing in here. There's something else in here. Underwear. What? What? You don't like underwear? Do you want this for Christmas? Look, it's got Superman on it. Hey. Now, now, I want to ask a question. How many people wear underwear? Look, none of them do. All right? Now, now let me tell you, socks and underwear, last time I checked, all, most of you are wearing these. I hope. We need these. And you know what else? Another thing is, look, $5. Now, look. Now, look. Look. Look, $5. $5 is a lot compared to how old you are. Right? You guys remember? Remember, I remember I had my, my dad's grandmother. We used to always get a card from her with money in it. It's about 5 or $10 because she had more grandchildren than my other grandmother, right? And so she would give us, no matter her birthday, shh, okay, go down, shh, shh. Okay, shh. All right, listen, 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 listen. Hey, hey, knock that off. Just like her father. <laughs> All right. That's my, shh, okay, shh, wait, wait, calm down. Everybody calm down. Ellie's trying to kiss him. She's after him. Dang. All right. Okay, everybody calm down. We got, we got infant kissing over here. Okay, ready? All right, so, you know, I get you got attention. Who wants his $5? Uh-huh, yeah. Mm -hmm. No. All right. My Christmas present. No, but $5 to many of us was a lot at one point. We were like, we thought we were rich when we opened that card, didn't we? Got that $5. And we're like, yeah. So what I found out is a lot of times that same grandmother I know was known to buy underwear. Also known to buy socks and give you that money. What I find sometimes in the, in the um, medium boxes are things that we need in life. Okay, we kind of need these things. We don't get excited about opening them, do we? We don't get really excited about opening all these presents and going, woo, wow. We'd much rather have the car, wouldn't we? So, you know, I've heard that we, we all have gifts. We've all gotten good and bad gifts. Oh, don't want to forget my, my Kleenexes in there like that. But you know what? Oh, look. Look here. Here's another gift. Here's another one. This is, not like a, this, is not like a, this is not a huge box. It's a little bit smaller than this one. What do you think could be in that one? A baby bird. A baby bird? Baby birds. I don't keep them in boxes. Here we go. Oh, wait. Let me get this. I want to hear you. Here we go. Cole, okay. Dirty socks. Shoes. Shoes. Absolutely nothing. Okay. The dead bird. No, not a dead bird. More underwear and socks. No, no, no. A baby doll of Jesus. A baby doll. All right. So let me ask you. All right. Shh. Now listen. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Listen. Listen, here we go. So, you know, a lot of times when we open these gifts, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, you know, this thing right here, this thing right here will eventually get holes in it, and I may never want to wear it. Even if it's an ugly uh, sweater party, I may not want to wear it. I may just say, ah, that's too goofy for me to wear, and I'll probably find it at a yard sale one day. This, in my house, will go be thrown in the trash from being moldy. Some of you will eat it all, right? 
um, and you'll have it. So it won't last that long. But it's in a nice big box. Guess what? Even if this was to a car, cars break down, wear out. You got to trade them in. Sometimes if it's a house, people are known to move and, and houses uh, go by the wayside. And you won't keep it forever because eventually somebody else moves into your house. So, I mean, that doesn't last forever. And then you got these. We know every year we get Kleenexes, we get socks, we get underwear because guess what? They wear out, don't they? And, we, and guess what? How many of you would spend this pretty quickly? Right. So that doesn't last very long. So what do we do? What do we do? What is a gift that we can have that lasts a lot longer? What about this? What about this right here? I've got two people here. Look, look here. Shh. Look, look at this. I've got two people here, but something's missing, isn't it? Right here. Look at this. It's God's gift. You know, God, I, have you ever been to a party or heard of a party where people take gifts and exchange them and you grab them and you put them back and forth? You know, here's what's really cool. God gave us his son as a gift, as a great gift. And this is a gift that doesn't wear out like the sweater. It's not nasty like fruitcake. It's not socks and shoes and, and uh, Kleenexes and what else? Money that just ends up going away. It's not a car that is cool for several years and breaks down or a house that somebody else will live in one day. It's not something I'm going to put in a yard sale. But what it is is the greatest gift ever given to us. It's what gives us hope. It's God's gift of love to tell us that no matter what goes on in life, that he loves us. He loves us so much. So, you know, this is why, this is why our church exists. See this? Because we recognize here at Haven Church, this church is started for one reason. For people to come to know God's greatest gift and his son Jesus, who eventually, where are you going, girl? Who eventually would... Go to, what's that over there? What's that? It's a cross. That he would eventually go to a cross and die and rise again just for you and me to show God's love for us. And look, what does this say on the back? Can anybody help me out here? What is it, it says wash clean. What does that mean? Does that mean we take a bath? No. Does that mean before we come into church we all take a bath somewhere? No. What, look, look at this right here. What does, that, what does that verse say underneath there? What does it say? Who wants to read that for me? Okay, go ahead. Read it for me. Right here. Real loud. Here, wait. Let's get you a microphone. Come here. Come here. Go ahead. I want you to read it real loud. I'm going to hold it up, and you hold this right there. Okay? What does it say? Therefore, anyone is in Christ. The new creation has come. The old has gone, and the new is here. All right. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the old has gone. The new has come. And so this... This, shh, hold on guys, focus here, look. So this is why we exist as a church. So that people can come to know God's greatest gift, which is one that doesn't just last and wear, and wear down, but it's one that lasts forever and ever and ever and ever. All right? So let me see. Let me see here. Hey, deodorant boy. How you go? All right? All right? And let's see. Come here, you read really well. Come here. Who wants some socks? <laughs> All right. So, what do you guys think? What do you think? 
Can anybody say, can anybody say that, um, thank God, is, this is the greatest gift that you can have in Jesus, is to open up your life and heart? Can you say hi? Say Jack. Jack. Say Jack. No, she's not doing it. All right. So here's what I want you to do. When you're opening your presents tomorrow, when you're opening the good presents, and when you're opening the stinky socks, I want you all to do me a favor. Ready? Everybody look here. I want you to do me a favor. Here, shh. I want you to do me a favor. I want you all to think that, that the original present on Christmas was given to us by God. His name is Jesus. Is that awesome? All right, guys. Thank you for helping out. You guys can go back and sit down. We're going to read our story from Luke, chapter 2, and it tells us this. It says, at the time the Roman Emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for the census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee, and he took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time had come for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him, in, wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night, there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord surrounded them, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, don't be afraid. He said, I bring you good news that will be, bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped in snuggly cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly the angel was joined with a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those whom God is pleased. And when the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph. And there was a baby lying in a manger. And after seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angels had said about the child. And all who heard the shepherd's story were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart, and she thought about them often. The shepherds went back to see their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard. It was just as the angel had told them. This time we're going to have uh, a special dance and some uh, some other music.
awesome job all around. And that was Cooper. Awesome. Great job. Great job. Join with me as we go to Matthew and his gospel and his telling. This is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly. So he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, for he will save many people from their sins. All this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message to the prophet. Look. The virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him the name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and he took Mary to be his wife, but he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Are we going to pass out cameras right now, Jack? Or are we just... Okay. All right. So as we're passing out candles, I just want to sing this song about... It's just called Hallelujah. It's just, you know, when I think about this night of, of uh, this great gift, I, I think about the angels just singing this Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Christ our Savior of the world. So feel free to sing along with me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Christ the Savior of the world, he has come. Hallelujah, hallelujah, to the highest name of all.
precious name of all. Hallelujah. All right, after our last uh, scripture lesson here, we're going to go ahead and we're going to let the ushers go ahead and pass out candles to you. And I'll get some instructions as they're passing that out after our last scripture. This comes from Matthew chapter 2, and it says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men from the Eastlands arrived in Jerusalem asking, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and teachers of the religious, religious law and said, Where is this Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem of Judea, they said. For this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah. For a ruler will come from you who will be a shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. And he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went away. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And when it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. We've heard this story so many times, and yet, through it all, it still is it's so amazing as it's given. Nothing has changed history so much from that point. Even though many people change the, the terms of dates to be politically correct, through our history, we know that the birth of Christ issued in a whole other type of counting. It was counting down before, and now it's counting up. That we actually call it Anno Domino, which means year of our Lord, A.D. There have been cathedrals built. There have been martyrs who've died. There have been people who have been talked about that we would have known nothing about them. Normal, average Galilean fishermen. And so as, as these the ushers can go ahead and begin to hand these out now. Liz, you guys can go hand these out now if you want on both sides. But yet, as you think about it, a birth in a stable... That the only people who showed up were shepherds who were up anyway in their fields with their sheep. And shepherds were not wonderful people. They were the smelliest people because they smelled like sheep. They lived with sheep. They might have even gone back like sheep. And they needed some of your deodorant. All right? But yet, they were the first ones there. And it has forever ever changed the world. John, when he writes his gospel, says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. He continues onward and says that a light, the great light, shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overstood it or overcome it. For many of you, I'm just going to say right now, for many of you, 2016, you're probably glad to see go by the wayside. Am I right? Anybody glad to see 2016 go away? So you get the kind of a new hope in 2017? 
Some of us are sad because we've got to start a whole bunch of new taxes again. Some of us are upset because of all kinds of other things. Some of us lost people in 2016 that we loved dearly. Some of us had friendships, people that we loved, that we cared about, broken. Some of us got socks and underwear that we didn't need. But the greatest gift of all is Jesus Christ. And so what we're going to do, we're going to do something that's been done for many, many years. A song called Silent Night. And can you imagine Christmas without Silent Night? For many of us in the modern, it would be like Christmas without It's a Wonderful Life. Merry, right? For others of us, it would be like Christmas without Christmas Vacation. Or my, Christ, my season came complete last night when I turned on and I got to see White Christmas with Bing Crosby. All right? There's certain things. But when we go back to the reason for the season, to recognize that two guys who weren't songwriters really much so, put together a song to sing, and as they put together a song to sing, the bellows in the organ were broken, and so they pulled out a guitar and began to play a song that went silent night. And it's interesting, it was in one of the, a large area, and to think it was silent. If you look, and we're going to talk about this in our next service, we're going to talk a little bit about the haphazard Christmas and all the other stuff that kind of went around this. It wasn't really quiet. I'm sure there was, in a, in a stable, in a barn, there's not very quiet, is it? Doesn't smell that good. But yet that's how God chose to have his son Jesus come into the world. So in your life right now, you may have not much quiet. Your heart may be troubled. Your mind may be distracted. Your finances may be falling apart. Your relationship and your marriage may be barely holding on. But in the midst of that chaos... There's the Christ, the light of the world. That the darkness is there, but it can't overcome it. So what I'd like you to do right now is stand where you are. Just twist the bottom. Hold it up like this. When we get here, just hold it. And there'll be a part where we lift up. And we're going to ask that the lights go off. And we're going to sing Silent Night.
love looking around. I love taking just a look at everybody. Um, I'm, I'm, as I look around, sometimes I'm glad that we now don't do real candles. As I see people using it as a lightsaber or sticking it in their mouths. I saw you, Cooper. Um, all right. So, um, but um, it just reminds me that oh, there's darkness. And you know, if you look around this world, there's a lot of darkness. A lot of darkness. And yet, the love of Christ and the light of Christ, it may not be like a spotlight to many of us as it should, but it's still there. It's still there. All right? So um, what, what we're going to ask is you can extinguish these. We're going to have the lights come back on. And um, you can't keep them. All right? So, um, but as you're, uh, as you're leaving, they'll go ahead and, and uh, check it. But we've got to do one other thing, Wayne. You know, uh, you know, there's a guy who's out real busy tonight. Yep. And he needs, some, he needs some help. So there's been a guy around here who's kind of helped him out a little bit over the years. And, uh, so, uh, this guy here? That guy? Better watch out, you better not cry, you better not bow, I'm telling you why. Look. Santa Claus is coming to town, Santa Claus is coming to town, Santa Claus is coming to town. He's making a list, he's checking it twice, he's gonna find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So you better be good for goodness sake. Better be good for goodness sake. You better watch out, you better not cry. You better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. you're sleeping he knows when you're awake he knows if you use deodorant <laughs> so you better be good for goodness sake you better be good for good yeah. yeah you better watch out you better not cry you better not bow i'm telling you why santa claus is coming to town santa claus is coming to town
Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah, yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh yeah. I think Santa's still throwing out some uh, gifts over there. Santa Joe, who's helping out Santa tonight. Let's hear it for Santa Joe. Most of all, everybody, I hope you have a very, very Merry Christmas. I want to tell you, since tomorrow's Sunday and we aren't having church here, there is a church online, havencc.org. You go to the main page, you can click on it. It's an hour-long service. You can sing Christmas songs, and you get to hear a message um, that I gave several years ago about dancing. And so you can have that. If you want to come back at 8.30, we're going to be here for our communion service. And uh, we were also going to go ahead and you can stay put and we're going to celebrate the Lord's birth. As you're leaving, please put the, uh, the candles out there so we have them for the last, uh, last service. And I just want to say this. Merry Christmas. God bless. <laughs>